0: On today's show, GM posts strong first-quarter earnings, how new technologies can make traffic congestion a thing of the past, and Acura is considering bringing its subcompact CDX to the U.S. from China. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. General Motors posted very strong earnings for the first quarter of the year. It sold 2.3 million vehicles worldwide, which was down slightly from the year before. Even so, GM set a record for the revenue it generated over $41 billion, which was up 10%. Its operating profit shot up 39%, and its net profit of $2.6 billion jumped by nearly 33%. And these are impressive numbers. What's especially impressive is that GM posted record revenue revenue, even though sales were down a bit. Part of the reason was that it sold a richer mix of vehicles. Usually when an automaker says a richer mix, they mean more trucks and luxury cars. But another reason is that GM cut fleet sales to daily rental companies by 33,000 cars. Since those are low-margin cars, reducing sales of them automatically rich in the mix. And while car sales in the U.S. are starting to plateau, they're going strong globally. According to Ward's Auto data, automakers in the first quarter sold 22.4 million passenger vehicles, which is a gain of nearly 5% compared to a year ago. Including heavy-duty trucks, global sales totaled 23.9 million. But now let's break it down by region. Not surprisingly, Asia sold the most light vehicles, 10.1 million, up about 5.5%. Across the pond, car makers in Europe sold 5.3 million passenger cars, which is a 7% gain. In North America, light vehicle sales hit 4.81 million units, which is a slight drop. This was the only region to see sales fall in the first quarter. And in South America, passenger car sales totaled 872,000, up a strong 9.5%. And in the rest of the world automakers sold another 1.3 million light vehicles. We'll be back with more news right after this. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Borg Warner. Propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. Mobility, autonomous cars, and electrification are going to have a profound impact on the evolution of cities. There will be a number of benefits, but one big thing those technologies will improve is traffic congestion. On AutoLine this week, John is joined by representatives from Ford and the University of Michigan to discuss the city of tomorrow. And in the following clip, they discuss how much more efficient the flow of traffic will be by adopting those technologies. A large fraction of people on the road are driving, uh, looking for parking in circles. Not quite, we found, our, my group <laughs> found that it's not quite 30%. That's a folklore that's out there, but it's a substantial amount of uh, 25%? pollution. 25%? No, 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 10 15% is okay. what we're looking okay. at. Our, our research says, but still a substantial amount of pollution and congestion is generated by people just driving around looking in circles. Yeah. So this, in the future, the city of the future of tomorrow, certainly that wouldn't be part of it, I would hope. Yeah, and that's certainly something we hear too. What's interesting about being part of a, a company that's looking at the technologies of the future is knowing what's coming, but also knowing that we as a business unit want to focus on changes that we can make today. And so there are things like shared rides, which may still occupy a space in a lane, but at least there's more people in them. So Chariot, for instance, which is our uh, ride-sharing commute shuttle in San Francisco, studies show that those might actually take about 25 cars off the road. So Each each shuttle shuttle. could take 25
1: cars off the road. And
0: there's not 25 seats in that van either, so there's some additional efficiency that's happening because you're connecting to other modes along the way. And to learn more about the City of Tomorrow, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, Autoline.tv, or just look for it on our YouTube channel. As part of his Personal Year of Travel Challenge, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg visited the Ford Motor Company yesterday. He wants to get out and talk to more people about how they're living, working, and thinking about the future. And while at Ford, Zuckerberg saw how the company prototypes and designs vehicles, he rode in an autonomous fusion and even helped build a few F-150s. But we wonder if there's more to this visit. About a decade ago, Microsoft's Bill Gates paid a very public visit to Ford. And very soon after that, Ford and Microsoft launched SYNC. So with Zuckerberg showing up at Ford, we wonder if there's more to this than a friendly visit. What do you think? We recently reported that Honda will make a smaller two-row version of the Pilot, but it looks like the automaker wants to expand its crossover lineup even further. Wards Auto reports that Acura is considering bringing its subcompact CDX to the US market from China. It shares the same platform as the Honda HRV and has the same powertrain setup as the Civic, a 1.5-liter turbocharged engine mated to an 8-speed DCT. The folks in Acura's R&D department are currently looking at the possibility, and it's not as simple as just packing them up and shipping them over here, but Acura says the CDX model interests a lot of people. And coming up next... John will answer your questions and comments, and you said it.
1: For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. Here's the part of the program where I get to answer some of your questions and comments. Class Act saw our report. That General Motors wants high-octane gasoline made standard, and he's worried about the price. Premium fuel in Chicago is 80 cents to a dollar more per gallon. How much more is that stuff going to cost? Well, high-octane gasoline is going to cost the same as premium. There might be some economies of scale if it goes across the board, but you can be sure that cheap, low-octane gasoline is going to get phased out over the next decade or so. Hilton Cammons heard our report that GM thinks diesel sales in the U.S. market can double. Is GM on drugs? Diesels are dying. EVs are growing. Europe has just declared war on diesels and GM thinks it's the future? Prime example of why GM is constantly getting it wrong. Well, let's look at the facts. Diesel sales are growing faster than the overall market in the U.S. And diesels have more market share than hybrids, plug-ins, and electric cars combined. Let's see how this all plays out, but maybe GM is not as dumb as you think. Don Miller thinks that Honda and Toyota don't know what they're doing. Honda and Toyota didn't get to be the leading car manufacturers in the world by being stupid. They surely can see the car future is battery electric vehicle and not hydrogen. Don, they think the future is with hydrogen. Despite what Elon Musk wants to do, automakers don't think that batteries are well-suited for trucks or SUVs. You have to pack them with batteries that are so heavy, they reduce a truck's payload. Hyundai points out that batteries are best suited for passenger cars, which means they're only good for about 35% of the market. Or to put it another way, those automakers believe that fuel cells are a better way to cover 65% of the market. Mark Kay wants to know, I know you explained this before, John, but I don't understand How does a lack of commercial truck sales affect car sales? What's the historical factor? Great question, and thanks for asking. Businesses move most of their goods by truck. Everything from breakfast cereals to beer cans move by truck. Trucking companies buy new trucks based on the amount of business they have. And if consumers are buying fewer products, truck companies don't need as many new trucks. And if truck sales are trending down, Then passenger cars will also start to drop, generally anywhere from six months to a year after truck sales start slowing. Chuck Grinchy heard our report that Chevrolet will bring back the Blazer. Won't a new Blazer step on the toes of the Equinox? Well, Chuck, everyone is sick over just how successful Jeep has been, and it seems like no one can do anything about it. This is why Ford is bringing back the Bronco. And I would expect that the new Blazer will be more of a Jeep Cherokee competitor, not something that's going to step on the toes of the Equinox. Hey, thanks for all your comments and questions, and keep them coming. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again on Monday.